Hi, this is Neha Badawala with the When Everyone Leads podcast team. We're halfway through our first season of this podcast, where we talk to people from diverse backgrounds, skill sets, and perspectives about the ideas in the best-selling book from the Kansas Leadership Center, When Everyone Leads. Continuing with a two-week hiatus before our next episode is released with Joseph Shepard from Lead for America, we've got another brief episode for you this week that covers a topic very dear to our staff at the KLC right now. Nearly two months ago, we lost our dear colleague and friend, Thane Chastain. Thane gave nearly a decade to his work and cared deeply about the ideas we here at the KLC are trying to share with the world. The sudden passing of Thane has left us in shock, grief, and confusion as we all figure out how to navigate the loss for each of us individually and KLC as an organization. Thane was my boss for just a few short months, and in that time, he consistently showed me the importance of addressing our toughest adaptive challenges with thoughtful leadership. In Chapter 7 of the book, we talk about the idea that our toughest challenges often involve loss, that sometimes the potential for loss can keep us stuck, but navigating and accepting loss is crucial to making lasting change. In talking about the relationship between loss and change, the book says, change happens faster when a critical mass of people connect accepting loss with making progress on their most important challenges. Once people understand that connection, they'll be more likely to exercise leadership in their own way to help name, understand, and mitigate the loss that comes with change. When everyone leads, we help each other navigate loss. This has continued to be true among our staff as we attempt to navigate daily life at KLC without Thane. I've been so encouraged by how we've collectively taken on the responsibility to continue to champion the things that Thane championed, including this podcast. In the spring 2023 issue of the journal, executive editor of the journal and co-host of the When Everyone Leads podcast, Chris Green, wrote a few words on what navigating loss in this time has looked like for him. Here's Chris with his thoughts, and we'll see you back next week for episode four on May the 4th. Letting loss speak. A shocking death prompts introspection about grieving with others. It's funny how something that is superficially a given can in reality be quite fluid. Something like the leadership curriculum, for instance. It might seem etched in stone, but it really represents an ongoing conversation shaped by research, analysis, discussions, debates, and thoughtful choices. A few years ago, the Kansas Leadership Center launched a curriculum renewal process wherein teachers and staff identified potential changes to its leadership principles and competencies. You might not have noticed, the shifts were subtle. Speak to the heart became speak from the heart to the heart because it better captured the essence of the skill. Engage unusual voices became engage new voices to eliminate an off-putting word. Lately, I've been thinking about a proposed change that didn't get adopted. It's come to mind as I've joined other staff members at KLC in reckoning with the sudden death of our coworker, Thane Chastain. Thane, a decade-long fixture at our office, died in his sleep at the age of 62 in late February. In addition to being a technology guru, he thought deeply about KLC's leadership ideas and worked to live them. During the curriculum discussions, Thane championed a reframing of the concept of speaking to loss. The idea resonates with many participants in KLC programs, but even though acknowledging loss is crucial for leading, it's also challenging. Wouldn't it be better sometimes, Thane proposed, to simply let loss speak? The rephrasing suggested that conversations about loss are not a box to be checked. They have to come from a place of empathy and compassion. People must work through the process of absorbing loss in different ways, and often at different speeds. In the weeks since Thane's death, the idea of letting loss speak has taken on a new significance for me. I've realized that no one can say the right thing to help me move on. 
There's no one moment where grief or confusion alleviates. What's helped is that there's been a process to let loss speak. I've been able to gather with my coworkers to laugh and cry together. I attended a visitation, celebrated Thane's life with his family and his many friends. Each moment allows loss to speak a little more. To its credit, KLC is an exceptionally supportive place to grieve. What's heartbreaking is how well practiced we are becoming at it. The death of Thomas Stanley, a coworker who died in 2019, still stings. Our family has lost Steve Cohen and Reggie Robinson, both of whom championed our organization while leading our chief funder, the Kansas Health Foundation. Less visible is the incessant drumbeat of loss that periodically touches us all. Loved ones of staff members, mothers, fathers, nephews, grandparents, cousins, mentors have passed away over the years. Some of us have lost treasured pets. A few grappled with private losses, even as they mourn Thane in public. Though losses are inescapable, many groups and organizations still struggle to deal with them communally. The tendency is to make grief a burden to be shouldered privately, and that's hard to shake. We also fall into the trap of comparing our grief, succumbing to the notion that the loss we've experienced isn't significant enough to be recognized. We should be reassured that over the course of 300,000 years, humankind has developed powerful rituals to help us mourn. As hard as death is to grapple with, there's a process to stabilize the shaky ground beneath our feet. But what of less visible losses than death? They are unavoidable in making progress on adaptive challenges. We don't, it seems, have time-tested ways of attending to that sort of grief. Just being able to recognize losses remains a stretch for many of us. Knowing how to work through them often remains a bridge too far. It's okay to not know how to speak to loss in such difficult moments. It might be enough to just let loss speak. <laughs>